Welcome to Line C, Use Mathematics and Science by Camosun College, used under CC BY. The Trades Access Common Core resources are licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution 4.0. The materials in these learning guides are for use by students and instructional staff and have been compiled from sources believed to be reliable and to represent best current knowledge on these subjects. These audio resources are intended to serve as a starting point for good practices and may not specify all minimum legal standards. No warranty, guarantee, or representation is made by the BC Piping Trades Articulation Committee, the Skilled Trades BC Training Authority, BC Campus, or King's Printer of British Columbia as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information contained in these publications. These audio resources are intended to provide basic guidelines for piping trades practices. Do not assume, therefore, that all necessary warnings and safety precautionary measures are contained in this publication and that other or additional measures may not be required. To learn more about BC Campus Open Education, visit www.openbccampus.ca. Use Mathematics and Science Section 1. Add, subtract, multiply and divide whole numbers, fractions, decimals and percentages. Calculating whole numbers. Whole numbers, fractions and decimals are a fundamental part of trade mathematics. To be successful in any trade, you must be proficient when working with whole numbers, fractions and decimals. Careful work is the key to solving these and more difficult problems without making discouraging and frustrating mistakes. You should consciously follow these steps. Read the question twice. Make sure you understand what is being asked of you and what information has been provided to you. Plan how you are going to solve the problem. Are you going to add, subtract, multiply, or divide? Write the solution down carefully, making sure the calculation is written clearly and correctly. Take time to organize your work in a logical progression for future reference. Don't sacrifice accuracy for speed. It's much more important to be accurate. You will use a calculator to find the answers to most of the problems in this competency. While on your work site, however, you will often need to perform manual calculations. To help you become proficient at this, do not use your calculator while completing the first self-test. Addition. Addition is the process of finding the total of two or more numbers. The result of addition is called the sum. The sign for addition is plus, and the word indicating addition is plus. The digits must be properly lined up in a column. All units, tens and hundreds, etc. must be in a dedicated column as in figure 1. To solve the addition problem in figure 1, first add the numbers in the units column. The sum of the column is 23. Place the 3 in the units column of the total line and carry the 2 into the tens column. The total of the tens column is thus 15. Place the 5 in the total line and carry the 1 into the hundreds column. The total of the hundreds column is 13, so we place the 3 in the total line and carry the 1 into the thousands column, giving 8 as the total for this column. The total is 8,353. If decimal fractions are used, line up the decimals to the right of the units column and proceed as normal, adding up the columns from right to left. Subtraction. 
As with addition, you must line up the columns when subtracting numbers. You may find that a number on the bottom is too large to subtract from the number on the top. When you encounter this, simply borrow 10 from the next number on the left. Remember to reduce the number on the left by 1, as shown in the example below. To check your work, add your answer to the number you subtracted. The sum should equal the number you subtracted from. The result of subtraction is called the remainder. The sign for subtraction is the minus sign, and the word indicating subtraction is minus. Multiplication Multiplication is really a short method of adding two or more numbers. Instead of saying 6 plus 6 plus 6 equals 18, we say 3 times 6 equals 18. The result of multiplication is called the product. The sign for multiplication is the multiplication symbol, and the word indicating multiplication is times. When solving a multiplication problem in which the numbers have two or more digits, make sure that you write your answer for each step of the problem in proper alignment with the answers for the other steps. When each step of the multiplication is complete, add up all the answers to get the final product. If there are decimal numbers involved, ignore them until you have found the product. Then count the total number of places occupied by numbers on the right of the decimals and place the decimal in the answer so the same total number of places will be found to the right of it. Division Division is the process of finding how many times one number is found in a larger number. For instance, 9 is found in 18 twice and in 27 three times. The terms for division are divisor, which is the number divided by dividend, or the number divided into the quotient, which is the result of the division, or the answer to the problem. To solve a division problem, write the answer for each step above the last number that was divided into. If the divisor has a decimal in it, the decimal must be removed at the start. To do this, move the decimal to the right end of the divisor and do the same with the dividend. To keep the question correct, the decimal in the divisor and dividend must be moved to the right the same number of places. Add zeros if necessary to make this possible. Write the decimal in the answer exactly in line with the decimal in the question. Calculating with fractions. Fractions are simply one or more equal parts of a whole, divided by the total number of equal parts of that whole. To be able to work with fractions as readily as with whole numbers, you must be familiar with the terms associated with fractions as well as with the addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division of fractions. Numerators and denominators. Every fraction consists of two numbers. The number on the bottom is called the denominator. The denominator indicates into how many equal parts the object is divided. The top number is called the numerator and states the number of equal parts the fraction represents. We have a group of fractions in which the numerators are all the same, the fractions that have larger denominators will represent smaller values than those with smaller denominators. For example, when you read a tape measure, one-eighth inch is less than quarter inch, and one-sixteenth is less than one-eighth, quarter, or half. Conversely, when the denominators are the same, the fraction with the largest numerator is the largest. Thirteen-sixteenths is greater than seven-sixteenths. Five-eighths is greater than three-eighths. Proper fractions. A fraction that is equal to less than one, example, half, quarter, eighth, and sixteenth, is called a proper fraction. The numerator is smaller than the denominator.
improper fractions, a fraction that is equal to one or more than one. Example, five-fourths or 18 sixteenths is called an improper fraction. The numerator is equal to or larger than the denominator. Mixed numbers. When a number is made up of a whole number and a fraction, example, one and three quarters or two and seven eighths, it is called mixed number. It represents a whole quantity of an object plus a part or fraction of another. Lowest terms. A fraction is properly expressed in its lowest terms. It is in its lowest terms when the numerator and the denominator are such that no other number can be divided into both of them evenly or without some amount left over called a remainder. For example, the fraction 12 sixteenths is not in its lowest terms since 4 can be divided into both top and bottom. Therefore, 12 sixteenths reduced to its lowest terms is 3 quarter. Fractions may be reduced their lowest terms by dividing the numerators and denominators by the same number. For example, to reduce 2 eighths to its lowest terms, divide the numerator and denominator by 2. The correct solution to any problem must have the fractions expressed in their lowest terms. Changing mixed numbers to improper fractions. Multiplication and division require the changing of mixed numbers to improper fractions. The tape measure in figure 4 shows the following. A mixed number one and three-eighths inch, and the equivalent improper fraction of 11 eighths inches, a mixed number of one and 11 sixteenths inches, and the equivalent improper fraction of 27 sixteenths inches, a mixed number two and a quarter inches, and the equivalent improper fraction of nine-fourths inches. To change a mixed number to the improper fraction, follow these steps in the examples below. Changing improper fractions to mixed numbers. Improper fractions usually result from the addition, subtraction, multiplication, or division of proper fractions. For example, 6 and 7 eighths plus 4 and 3 eighths equals 10 and 10 eighths. The improper fractions must be changed to mixed numbers. This change is made by dividing the numerator by the denominator. The answer to the division example above is 1 with 2 eighths remaining. Add the whole number to your previous whole number, 10 plus 1 equals 11, and change the 2 eighths to a proper fraction or quarter. In summary, 10 and 10 eighths equals 11 and 1 quarter. Common denominators. When each fraction in a group has the same or common denominator, they are called like fractions. For example, in a series of like fractions, 1 sixteenth, 3 sixteenths, 5 sixteenths, and 15 sixteenths, number 16 is the common denominator. Before a group of fractions can be added or subtracted, all the fractions must be like fractions and have the same denominator. Addition and subtraction of like fractions. It's easy to add and subtract like fractions or fractions with the same denominator. You just add or subtract the numerators, keep the same denominator, and then reduce to the lowest terms. Addition and subtraction with uncommon denominators. You will often need to add or subtract fractions that have different denominators. To do this, you need to know how to find the least common denominator, or LCD. Since only like fractions can be added or subtracted, you first have to convert unlike fractions to equivalent like fractions. You want to find the smallest or least common denominator because working with smaller numbers makes our calculations easier. 
The LCD of two fractions is the smallest number that can be divided by both denominators. To find the LCD, start by writing all the multiples of both denominators, beginning with the numbers themselves. Addition and subtraction of mixed numbers. A mixed number consists of a whole number and a fraction. Any mixed number can also be written as an improper fraction, in which the numerator is larger than the denominator. To add mixed numbers where the fractions have a common denominator, we add the whole numbers together and then the fractions. If the sum of the fractions is an improper fraction, then we change it to a mixed number. Multiplication of fractions and mixed numbers. Multiplying fractions is simpler than adding or subtracting them. It is not necessary to have common denominator. To multiply two fractions, simply multiply the numerators of the fractions to get the new numerator, and multiply the denominators of the fractions to get the new denominator. Simplify the resulting fraction if possible. Cancellation. Cancellation is a technique used to simplify your work. This is done by using smaller numbers rather than larger ones. By cancelling, we reduce to lowest terms as far as possible before multiplying rather than afterwards. Division of fractions and mixed numbers. Dividing fractions is just like multiplying fractions except for one additional step. Find the reciprocal of one of the fractions and multiply the original by the reciprocal of the fraction you just found. Reduce the fraction to the lowest terms. To find the reciprocal of a fraction, simply turn it upside down. For example, the reciprocal of one quarter is four over one. Dividing mixed numbers is very similar to multiplying mixed numbers. You just add one step. After changing the mixed numbers into improper fractions, you then find the reciprocal of one of the fractions. Always use cancellation if the opportunity presents itself and multiply the numerators together and the denominators together. Calculating with decimals. Place value. The idea of place value is at the heart of our number system. If you look at the number 333, it only involves one numeral, 3. The numeral 3 has a different meaning based on its position in the overall number. The first 3 stands for 300. The second 3 stands for 30. And the last 3 only stands for 3. The fact that this is one numeral can stand for multiple numbers is called place value. This means that the numeral's value is determined by what place it is within the number. Beginning with the ones place at the right, each place value is multiplied by increasing powers of 10. For example, the value of the first place on the right is 1. The value of the place to the left of it is 10, which is 10 times 1. The place to the left of the tens place is hundreds, which is 10 times 10, and so forth. The decimal system of numbers lets us write numbers as large or as small as we want using the decimal point. In our number system, digits can be placed to the left and right of a decimal point. To indicate numbers greater than 1 or just less than 1. The decimal point helps us to keep track of where the ones place is. It's placed just to the right of the ones place. As we move right from the decimal point, each number place is divided by 10. Adding and subtracting decimals. If you know how to add and subtract whole numbers, then you can add and subtract decimals. The only requirement is to be sure to line up the terms so that all the decimal points are in a vertical line. 
add decimal numbers. Put the numbers in a vertical column. Align the decimal points. Add each column of digits starting on the right and working left. If the sum of a column is more than 10, carry digits to the next column on the left. Place a decimal point in the answer directly below the decimal points in the terms. Subtract decimal numbers. Put the numbers in a vertical column, aligning the decimal points. Subtract each column starting on the right and working left. If the digit being subtracted in a column is larger than the digit above it, borrow a digit from the next column to the left. Place the decimal point in the answer directly below the decimal point in the terms. Multiply decimal numbers. Multiply the numbers just as if they were whole numbers. Line up the numbers on the right, and this time don't worry if the decimal points are not aligned. Starting on the right, multiply each digit in the top number by each digit in the bottom number, just as with whole numbers. Add the products and place the decimal point in the answer by starting at the right and moving the point the number of places equal the sum of the decimal places in both of the numbers that you multiplied. Divide decimal numbers. Dividing decimals is almost the same as dividing whole numbers, except you use the position of the decimal point in the dividend to determine the decimal places in the product. To divide decimal numbers, and if the divisor is not a whole number, you should move the decimal point in the divisor all the way to the right to make it a whole number. Then move the decimal point in the dividend the same number of places and divide as usual. If the divisor doesn't go into the dividend evenly, add zeros to the right of the last digit in the dividend and keep dividing until it comes out evenly or a repeating pattern shows up. Position the decimal point in the result directly above the decimal point in the dividend. Calculating percentages. We use the percent symbol to express percent. Percentages are used extensively in the trades, so you'll need to understand them well. Here are three ways to write the same thing. 15% equals 15 over 100 equals 0.15. 15% is the same as the fraction 15 over 100 and the decimal 0.15. They all simply mean 15 out of 100. A percentage can always be written as a decimal, and a decimal can be written as a percentage like this, 0.85 equals 85%. We can find any percentage of a given number by changing the percentage to a decimal and multiplying. 100% of a number is just the number itself. 200% of a number is twice that number. 100% of 50 equals 50. 200% of 50 equals 2 times 50 equals 100. The simplest way to calculate what percentage one number is of another is to divide the given amount by the total amount and then multiply the answer by 100. This gives the percentage that the given amount forms with respect to that total amount. The equation can be set up as follows. Given amount divided by total amount times 100. For example, if you score 60 out of 75 in mathematics, you can find your mark as a percentage by dividing 60 by 75. This comes to be 0.8. Multiplying by 100 gives us the percentage, which is 80%. Converting percentages to common fractions or decimal fractions. To convert a percentage to a common fraction, divide by 100. Use the percentage as the numerator and 100 as the denominator, and reduce if possible.
To convert a percentage to a decimal fraction, divide by 100, or simply move the decimal place in the percentage two places to the left. Converting common fractions or decimal fractions to percentage. To convert either a common or decimal fraction to a percentage, simply multiply it by 100. Write the percent symbol after the answer. Use Mathematics and Science, Section 2. Transpose Equations and Formulas. Equations. Many problems that must be solved in pipe fitting work involve an equation or formula in one form or another. This makes the equation a most important tool in solving our trade-related problems, and therefore you must become thoroughly familiar with equations. An equation is a mathematical statement created by placing an equal sign between two numeric expressions. For example, 2x equals 12. A formula is an example of an equation that defines a rule about a relationship. Ohm's law is a fine example of a relationship between voltage, amperage, and resistance in a circuit. This is both a formula and an equation where voltage equals amperage times resistance. Working with equations requires dealing with positive and negative numbers. The following rules apply when performing mathematical operations with numbers that are prefixed with a plus or minus sign. When no sign appears before a number, it is assumed to be positive. Addition rules. The sum of two numbers with like signs is the sum of their absolute value with the common sign prefixed. The sum of two numbers with unlike signs is the difference between the two numbers with the sign of the greater number prefixed. Subtraction rule. Change the sign of the number that is to be subtracted and proceed exactly as in addition. Multiplication rules. The numerical part of the product is the result of multiplying the two numbers. The sign of the product is plus when the signs of the two numbers are alike and minus when their signs are unlike. Division rules. The numerical part of the answer is the result of dividing the two numbers. The sign of the answer is plus when the signs are alike and minus when the signs are unlike. Definition of an equation. An equation is a mathematical sentence containing an equal sign. It tells us that two expressions mean the same thing or represent the same number. An equation can contain variables and constants. Equations enable us to express mathematical facts in short, easy-to-remember forms and to solve problems quickly. Solving an equation is like solving a puzzle. It means finding a value for the unknown or variable that makes the equation true. Using the properties of real numbers that you've learned, you can rearrange the terms of an equation and use inverse operations to help you find the value of variable. You can think of an equation like a balance scale. Whatever you do to one side of the scale, you must also do to the other side to keep it in balance. This operation of isolating the unknown variable on one side of the equal sign by itself is called transposing. We will start with the balance method and reference a scale to introduce the procedure. Transposing equations using the cross method. Equations may also be solved by transposing terms using the cross method. By this method, all unknown terms are moved to one side of the equation 
and all known terms to the other. Every time we take something over the equal symbol, we reverse its operation. In other words, the sign of each transposed quantity is changed. Hence, plus becomes minus and vice versa. Transposing by this method is usually simpler than adding or subtracting like amounts on each side of the equation. Rules. When moving quantities across the equal mark, change the sign of the quantity moved. Complete the transposing by collecting all like terms on the same side. If the unknown quantity is multiplied by a numeral, divide the known quantity by its numeral. Check the equality of the equation by substituting the computed value of the unknown into the original equation. Checking equations. The process of checking is essential at all times to provide the accuracy of dimensions and quantities. It is comparatively simple to substitute computed values into the original equation to determine the accuracy of computation. Substitute the computed value of any letter or symbol into the original equation. Perform each operation as indicated. Note, the equation is balanced when the values on both sides of the equation are equal. Grouping numbers. Parentheses and brackets mean that two or more numbers are to be treated as one. For practical purposes, they indicate that the work in parentheses is to be done first. Two, bracket A plus B, close bracket, reads two times the sum of A plus B, and 2A plus B reads 2 times A plus B. If A equals 5 and B equals 6, then 2 bracket A plus B close bracket equals 22, and 2A plus B equals 10, plus 6 equals 16. A long division bar groups numbers. A plus B over 5 means the sum of A and B are divided by 5. However, A over 5 plus B means that only A is divided by 5. Again, if A equals 5 and B equals 6, then 5 plus 6 over 5 equals 11 over 5 equals 2 and 1 fifth. But 5 over 5 plus 6 equals 1 plus 6 equals 7. A long radical bar such as the square root of A squared plus B squared indicates the square root of the sum of the two squares. Proportions. When the equation is made up of two fractions, we have a proportion. For instance, 2 over 3 equals 4 over 6 is a proportion in a fractional form. Another form of the so-called proportion form, 2 to 3 equals 4 to 6. Both forms are read 2 is to 3 as 4 is to 6. In solving problems, we will always use the fractional form. Notice that in the proportional 2 over 3 equals 4 over 6, the numerator on the left times the denominator on the right equals the numerator on the right times the denominator on the left. 2 times 6 equals 12. 4 times 3 equals 12. This is true for every proportion, and the technique involved is called cross-multiplying. Use Mathematics and Science, Section 3. Use formulas to calculate perimeter, circumference, and area. Working with pipe and conduit requires knowledge of the area and volume of circles and cylinders, as does many aspects of engine work in the mechanics trades. Virtually all parts of any trade require working with these dimensions. 
the precise dimensions required for detail and layout work in all trades are equally dependent on careful calculation. Key terms. Altitude, also referred to as height. The perpendicular distance between the base of a triangle or other figure and its uppermost side or point. Area. The amount of surface enclosed by a figure. Base. The lower side of a triangle or other figure. Circumference. The distance around a circle. Composite. Something made up of several simpler parts. Diameter. The line segment that joins two points on a circle and passes through the center of the circle. Formula. A shortcut method of finding an unknown numerical quantity when other quantities are known. For example, a formula to find the area of a rectangle. Area equals length times width, or A equals L times W. Height. See altitude. Perimeter. The distance around a figure. Perpendicular. A term used to mean at right angles. Two lines are perpendicular when the angle between them is a right angle or has a measure of 90 degrees. Pi. A Greek letter that stands for the irrational number that begins as 3.14159265. Quadrilateral, a four-sided figure. Radius, the line segment from the center of a circle to any point on the circle. The length of a radius is one-half the length of a diameter. Volume, the amount of space occupied by a solid. Perimeter. The perimeter of a figure is the total distance around the figure. Perimeter formulas. Finding the perimeter of a figure by measuring all of its sides can sometimes be quite time-consuming. For certain figures, such as squares, rectangles, and circles, we can use perimeter formulas that shortcut the measuring process. For example, the perimeter of a square can be found by just measuring one side, then multiplying by four. The formula is perimetered equals 4 times side, or P equals 4S. 4S means 4 times. Circles. The diameter of a circle is the distance from one side of the circle to the center of the other side. The radius is the distance from the center of the circle to the edge of the circle. The radius is half the diameter. The number pi is impossible to state exactly. A good approximation for pi is 3.1416. The number pi can only be approximated. It is one of many irrational numbers and is quite famous. Most scientific calculators have a pi button. The symbol pi is the Greek letter pronounced pi. Pi equals 3.1415265. The perimeter of a circle is also referred to as the circumference of a circle. Calculate area. Area is measured in square units such as square meters, square feet, or square inches. To obtain square units, one dimension must be multiplied by the other dimension, and both dimensions must be in the same units. Sometimes this means you have to convert from one type of unit to another. To convert square inches to square feet, divide by 144. To convert square feet to square inches, multiply by 144. Square millimeters are extremely small units and measuring the area of a surface in this way will require large numbers. More commonly, area is calculated in square meters, so converting from millimeters to meters before doing any calculations is recommended. Area of a circle. The area of a circle can be calculated 
by taking the radius of the circle, squaring it, and multiplying by pi. A equals pi r squared. When using the above formula, ensure that you use the radius. Often the diameter of the circle is given, and it must be divided in half to get the radius. As pipe trades workers, we are usually dealing with the diameter of pipe. If you find it easier, the area of a circle can be found by taking the diameter squared times 0.7854. Area equals d squared times 0.7854. Note, 0.7854 is one quarter of pi. Area of a cylinder. A cylinder has three components, two circular ends, which are identical, and a shell, which is really a rolled up flat sheet or rectangle. The surface area of the cylinder is the sum of the areas of the two circles or ends and the rectangle or shell. If it is an open top tank or vat, there is only one end in the calculation. The area of the shell or rectangle is length times width. The length of the rectangle is the same as the circumference of the end. The width of the rectangle is the same dimension as the height of the cylinder. To find the circumference of a circle, you multiply the diameter by pi. C equals pi d. The area of the shell is area equals pi d times height, or pi d h. The area of each end is d squared times 0.7854. Therefore, the formula for the surface of a cylinder closed at both ends is surface area equals bracket pi d h close bracket plus bracket 2 times d squared times 0.7854 close bracket. If one end is open, the formula becomes surface area equals bracket pi dh close bracket plus bracket d squared times 0.7854 close bracket. Area of a square or rectangle. This very basic area calculation is simply the length multiplied by the height or width of the surface. Remember to keep the units in the calculation as they act as a guide in resulting units in the answer. For example, if you have inches times inches, you end up with an answer in square inches, inches squared. Surface area of a square or rectangular box. A square or rectangular box has a total of six sides, top and bottom, front and back, and right and left ends. The total surface area of the box is calculated simply by finding the area of each side and adding the areas together. Note that if the top is open, there are only five sides. Area of a triangle. A triangle surface is essentially half of a rectangle. To determine the area of a triangle, calculate one half of the area of the rectangle with the same length and width. Area equals base times height divided by two. This calculation is shown in the example below using a simple right angled 90 degree triangle. Use Mathematics and Science, Section 4. Use formulas to calculate volumes. State formulas for calculating volumes of regularly shaped solids, tanks, and cylinders. Volume. The definition of volume is the amount of space occupied by a three-dimensional object. Expressed in cubic units, the term volume is often expressed as holding capacity for the number of cubic units enclosed within an object, such as a vat or tank. It must be noted that before the volume of any object can be calculated, 
the dimensions must be in the same units. So you may have to convert one or more of the dimensions to accomplish this. Volumes are measured in cubic units. The imperial system of volume measurement includes the following typical units. Cubic inches, cubic yards, cubic feet, and gallons. The metric system of volume measurement includes the following typical units. Cubic centimeters, cubic meters, and liters. Volume calculations are three-dimensional. They involve three dimensions, length, width, and height. For example, when we multiply the length dimension of a tank in feet times the width dimension in feet times the height dimension in feet, we get the volume or capacity measurement of the tank in cubic feet. So the unit multiplication feet times feet times feet gives the answer cubic feet. Similarly, the metric unit multiplication meters times meters times meters gives the answer cubic meters. Volume of a rectangular tank. Length, width, and height dimensions are used to calculate the volume of a rectangular tank. For example, if you have a cube that is 12 by 12 by 12 inches, as shown in figure one, you could determine there would be a 1,728 inch cubes that will fit into the larger cube. Another way of calculating volume is to find the area of the base and multiply that area by the height. Area times height equals volume. In the case of a square tank where all sides are equal, you can find the volume by cubing the length of one side. When solving for a rectangular tank, the volume, or V, can be calculated by multiplying the length, or L, by the width, W, by the height, H. Volume equals length times width times height. Volume of a cylinder. Finding the volume of a cylinder requires two calculations. First, calculate the area of the base in the same way that you would find the area of a circle, d squared times 0.7854. Second, multiply the base area by the height of the cylinder, d squared times 0.7854 times height. The height of the cylinder is opposite to the round end, no matter which position the cylinder is in. Use Mathematics and Science, Section 5. Use Formula to Calculate Capacity. Capacity versus Volume. The definitions of volume and capacity are very similar. The two terms are used interchangeably quite often. The difference between capacity and volume is that volume is the amount of space taken up by an object, while capacity is the measure of an object's ability to hold a substance. Volume is measured in cubic units while capacity can be measured in almost every other unit. For safety purposes, most vessels are designed and constructed to operate at less than their full volume. This reduced capacity is called design capacity. For example, a propane cylinder may have an internal volume of 2 cubic feet, but its design capacity would be 80% of that volume as specified by codes and standards, or 1.6 cubic feet. This 20% reduction allows a space for thermal expansion of the liquid and for vapor storage for use by the appliance. Propane stored in a cylinder or tanks is measured in U.S. gallons or pounds of liquid propane, not cubic feet, kilograms, or cubic meters. 
Converting volumes to capacities. Use the following conversions to convert volumes to capacities. To convert cubic feet to imperial gallons, multiply by 6.24 imperial gallons per cubic foot. To convert cubic feet to U.S. gallons, multiply 7.48 U.S. gallons per cubic foot. To convert cubic inches to imperial gallons, divide by 277 cubic inches per imperial gallon. To convert cubic inches to U.S. gallons, divide by 231 cubic inches by U.S. gallons. To convert cubic meters to liters, multiply by 1,000 liters per meters cubed. Also note, one imperial gallon of water equals 10 pounds. One U.S. gallon of water equals 8.333 pounds. One liter of water equals one kilogram.